Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everyone. Today we're talking Season 1, Episode 38, Copycat. Synopsis. Bluey's having fun copying Dad, but her game takes a turn when Bluey finds a hurt budgie. Tori, what do you think of Copycat? Um, yeah, so this, well, there's a lot here. There's a lot there's to unpack. There's a lot, yeah. A lot to unpack in this episode. So many kids' shows are so predictable, and I know we've talked about this in the past. Yes. But one of the things I love about Bluey is that where the episode starts and where the episode ends or goes can be, like, completely different. Yes. So when this episode started, I was like, oh, my God, it's the cold open and I'm already annoyed. This is going to (laughs) be such an annoying, horrible episode. Yes. And then it totally shifted gears. Yes. And just went to, like, a completely different place. And to a place I think that normally kids shows don't or won't go to yes much like the episode of bumpy and the wise old wolfhound yeah they don't you don't have kids shows where kids get sick yeah you don't you definitely don't have kids shows where they essentially talk about death have to yeah and how do you deal with death yeah crazy yeah especially like a little kid show and i'm not talking about the kid shows where like they're killing zombies or they're <laughs> there's death because they're killing stuff because it's on a quest or they have to yeah. vanquish the bad guys yeah but in like real life tangible mm-hmm. things die <laughs> yeah and I think there's kind of a secondary, it's not even that, because I don't think the kids would get that right off the bat. It's more of the message really is that we can't control things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes things are just out of our control and you have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. If I was a kid, that would be the message that I got oh, yeah. versus the, oh, but I do think it lends itself to having conversations. Absolutely. Yeah. De- being okay when things don't go the way you want them to go yes. is such a big lesson in kids, but they did it in such a way where there's depth to it. So much depth. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we're going to get into the episode. We'll talk about things as they come up. So it starts with the cold open. Yes. And dad wakes up to find Bluey sitting on the bed copying everything he does so annoying and creepy i'm sorry waking up to my kid just sitting on the bed staring at me waiting for me to wake up <laughs> yes uh, uh, uh. also to be noted and we wouldn't know it at this time but in episode in like season two and they probably just don't care again plot device but chili is actually seen on the side of the bed that bandit's on in this episode and bandit actually in a later episode in this season, Bandit's on the opposite side of the bed. Now, I don't know about you, but I always sleep on the same side. Always. Me and my husband don't switch sides. Nope. But apparently the healers switch sides of the bed. Weird. <laughs> Again, I don't think they care. It's just more of a where the kids come in out of, you know. I don't think they've ever been like, so here's the thing. Okay, here's how it's going to be. Chili's a type of person that likes to sleep closer to the door, or Bandit's the one that likes to sleep closer to the door, or whatever. The animators are like, you are thinking way too in-depth about these dogs and where they sleep. But here's the thing. We're not even 
talking that in depth, there are some people out there that really get into it. Like, yeah. this is just surface, hey, I noticed this. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? But I did like that Bannon had a little bit of a beard, hadn't shaved yet. Oh, yeah. 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 So Bandit gets up, goes out to that beautiful veranda that we actually saw in like one or two episodes ago, Backpackers, and Bluey is doing everything the same. Stretching, they're making faces, Mm -hmm. all that annoying stuff. And then we get the cold open where it says, copycat, and there's the little box. An empty box. What does the empty box mean? <laughs> I love when the little, like, image on the title screen, like, makes absolutely no sense at this point. Yes. So funny. A lot of times it doesn't. Yeah. Bandit goes into their bathroom and is washing his face and says, I am Bluey and I stink like a monkey. To which Bluey says, I am Bluey and I stink like a monkey. I am Bluey and I stink like a monkey's butt. I am Bluey and I stink like a monkey's butt. Well, good that we can agree on that then. Or a monkey's butt. I totally do that. I totally do that. When my kids are copying me, I will like say something ridiculous that they didn't want to say. Although mine are normally like, my mom is wonderful. (laughs) I have a beautiful, (laughs) wonderful mommy. And then my kids are like, I have a beautiful, wonderful mommy. So it's usually Uh, like a little more like I'm making them say really nice things about me. Yeah, as opposed to negative things about themselves. I love my mommy so much. And then, of course, you know, Bandit earlier saying, quit copying me, or you're copying me. And the movie's yeah. like, you're copying me. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. Bandit leaves the house and heads out on a power walk, quote, unquote, like the guys in the Olympics, which power, they have the weirdest sports now in the Olympics. So we just got, at the time that we're recording this, the Olympics just got done. The summer, and summer Olympics. The summer Olympics just got done. And they're the summer Olympics that had to be pushed out an entire year because of COVID. And they felt really short to me. Did they? Yeah, to me it felt really short. I know it's always like two weeks, but it just felt like it went by really fast. And I don't know why it was. But my husband and I were watching and we saw this thing where people were kneeing in kayaks and doing this like rowing thing and I was like what is this I have never seen it come to find out because I looked it up on google that it's canoeing it's single canoeing it's like sprint canoeing Mm -hmm. and it's been in the olympics since like the 30s oh my gosh I love (laughs) watching the olympics and seeing sports that like I never saw before or new and different it's like my favorite part I saw this one where it was like they were biking but indoors on a track and they were in groups and then they would randomly like go to the outside of the track like I don't know it was so weird oh kind of like the speed skating but yeah bikes I've seen that one before that yeah and then yeah I mean it was super fun it was super fun this year because they added like the skateboarding and like the BMX bike stuff so we had a lot of fun watching that surfing surfing was fun we watched the um like badminton with the um rackets with a little like thing oh like yeah. that's a whole olympic. i didn't watch any of those who knew ones? that was an olympic sport like i love all the I like horse riding the little known we oh my god that poor girl where the horse wouldn't jump did you see that no oh my god it was so terrible she was in gold status she was in the number one spot and yeah. apparently in whatever this event was um with horses it was the show jumping round okay but they don't use their own horses there's 18 horses and they're randomly assigned to the rider what 
and she was in the number one spot and the horse she got refused to jump anything <gasps> and the poor girl was like sobbing by the end oh my she gosh. ended up in spot 23 Oh, and no. I, all because of the horse? And I guess this horse did it to someone else as well. But this girl got more notoriety for two reasons. One, because she was literally the number one spot and then wasn't. And then fell. And then the other person was not in a ranking spot. And also, this is the bad part, her coach punched the horse and then it became this whole like. <gasps> no! Yeah. How did I miss this? Yeah, it became I mean, this, there is a lot going on in the world right yeah. now. But like. Yeah, it became like a really big like animal rights, animal People were like Holy very, very, very upset. Um, but yeah, just those those shot of this poor girl just sobbing on the horse because the horse refused to jump was so sad. Um, but anyway, so just watch some horses. But yeah, I love. <laughs> oh my god! Is it wrong if I look up horse being punched? <laughs> Olympic horse punch? I can't even. Who punches it a will horse? Come up. I'm sure it will come up. It was a big deal. Um, but yeah, I love I the Olympics for all the like random yeah. sports you like yeah. don't like get to see very often. I love foiling. Slash Ooh, what's fencing. that? It's fencing, oh, okay. but they call it foil. Do you understand how the lights on the helmets work? Because we were looking it up online and we had zero luck. What do you mean? When they get touched, it's yeah, a, it's a pressure thing. Yeah, so they would fence, and then like one helmet would light red and one would light green, and so we were debating what the lights meant. And we looked it up online; it was you not helping. It out. We could not figure know. it out. I don't know, but apparently, fun fact: I found out that my husband used to do fencing, or that my so my mother in law, I guess, had my husband and her or his brother like fence they did that because i guess she taught it like when i believe like when they were younger fun and i was like what there's actually a fencing place in downtown winter garden right here down the road from where we're at yeah i didn't know that that's yeah. cool i mean i always think it would be like a fun way to get into like the olympics because i feel like not a ton of people do it <laughs> but now apparently you can do all kinds of stuff including single person sprint canoeing Wow. Which you have to see it. Like, they're on knees? One knee. So, one knee is down, one knee is up. Oh, my God. And then you're literally paddling forward. So, just think about the thigh muscles and the core that it takes oh my to do this. And it's, like, men's and women's. And they were all, like, buffed out because... I bet. And, I mean, it's long that you're... And I just was sitting there going, what is this? <laughs> I've seen regular canoeing, but not this before. And apparently it's been in since, like, the 30s. Oh, wow. I figured it was a newer thing. Fun. Yeah. So next uh, Summer Olympics is in Paris? Three. Yeah, three years. Three years in Paris, which, you know, they don't have a whole lot of room. there. Like, that city's pretty dense. <laughs> I don't know where they're going to do it all. I did see some sort of thing on the Eiffel Tower like they were going to do something in front of the Eiffel Tower Ooh, cool yeah we caught like half a minute of the closing ceremonies when they were talking about Paris but nice um so yeah power walking's <laughs> yes yeah, the power walking and the swinging of the hips I'm like I've not seen that all the big event. it is I have not seen that but I did know that that was a, a thing and it's actually been in I think for a while oh interesting but it's it's so strange power walking to me Okay, so they're out power walking, and they run across Wendy, their neighbor, and Dad stops and smacks his own butt and says, oh, I like, you know, he's, like, trying to get Bluey to copy him, but Bluey is just not having any of it and just stands there. (laughs) And Wendy is, like, the most embarrassing person that could happen in front of. Yes! We already had the thing where Bluey made Dad clean the window with his butt and Wendy's, like, standing outside. (laughs) 
And then he's a bandit sitting outside selling drain pipes and Wendy comes by. Like. Yeah. Wendy's not the other neighbor on the other so side? Funny. No, because remember Wendy's Judo's mom? And where does Judo live? If you're standing out and you're looking out into the backyard from the house, they live on the left side. Okay. It's the right side we haven't met yet. The right side we haven't met. Got it. That okay. we were talking about okay. in the zoo. Okay. So, Dad starts running and yells, stop copying me. And Bluey's doing the same thing until she comes across and she notices an injured budgie and tells Dad to stop. And they decide that they probably need him to get to to get the budgie to the vet. So, clearly they haven't gone very far because Dad tells Bluey to go back inside and get a tea towel and a box to put the budgie in. Bluey goes inside, and I'm not sure why we needed this scene. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I, it is very, like, for real life, though, where, like, kids get distracted by the silliest things when you're like, yes. hurry, like, I don't know, I spill something, or the kids spill something, yes. and you're like, hurry, go get a towel, and then it takes them forever. Yes, maybe And they that's have, like, is. a reason for, yeah. like, well, such and such happened. It's like, I don't care, this thing is staining, I need the towel fast. Yes, that's like, probably what it's from, because yeah. Bluey's standing inside trying to decide between the Big Ben towel and the Outback towel. Um, which one? Big Ben or Outback? Hurry up, Bluey! Outback. <laughs> So, comes back outside, they put the budgie in the cardboard box, but not before it, like, nips at Bandit, and they set off to go to the vet. They're in the car, and they get to the vet, and they take it, and we see a nurse, or the receptionist, who's a corgi. (laughs) So cute, and they tell her that they think that a cat may have gotten the budgie. And so, the nurse takes it back. Um, it says the vet will check him out and just to sit down. So they sit down and there's a guy sitting there with a pet iguana. Was it a snake or an iguana? It was like an iguana. It was Some like a sort lizard. Of lizard, okay. Sitting there, which I've never seen at a vet's office. Well, so here's my question on the vet office. Okay. <laughs> so the vet, I assume, is yeah. for the pets. In yes. this world. Yes. But the sign on the outside of the vet office had a picture of a dog and a cat. And. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that. And inside the office on the counter, there's like a little, um, what we in the industry would call a PDQ. But it's a tray. It's like where things that are um, set up to sell from like a counter. Yes. So like it's a little thing where it's got the things hanging on it to sell. And it's ID tags. So huh. they're like dog tags for a collar. And there's. Ones that are shaped like a bone, which is clearly a dog tag. Yes. But they're dogs. But the vet is for their pets. So do they have dogs as pets? No. I feel like this was like a whole like thing. So when I saw that he had the reptile I mean, what would you, what would you, I mean, you would have one for the iguana. I didn't look to see what kind of tag the iguana had on it. Yeah. But maybe a bone for the iguana. I think it was just more of the shape. Do they eat bones? No, they definitely don't eat bones. I think they (laughs) eat just crickets. Or, Yeah. Um, Spiders so I don't know. So I was thinking like when I saw the iguana, I was like, oh, that's clever because what pets would dogs have? They would have other yeah. pets that are non-dogs. Yes. But there were some clues in the pet office that it was inspired by a human vet office where they would have pets yes. as dogs. Yeah. The anyway, cat thing, it's confusing to I'm me. I'm going to be. Because in season two, they, there's a cat TV show. There's some cats, but they're like in a TV show, but they act like anthropomorphic humans, kind of like the dogs do. So I don't know. Yeah, Again, I'm pretty sure there's not a, like, strict 
show Bible, as yeah. they call them, yeah. saying this is, like, the rules. I think they just kind of, like, you know. Roll with it. Roll with it. Because okay. most four to six to two-year-olds are not going to catch these things. <laughs> it's just those weirdly obsessed parents that do. Got it. Okay. So, the nurse comes out, kneels down to Bluey, and lets her know that, unfortunately, the budgie died. And Dad gives her a big hug before they leave. On the way home, Bluey is sad and says to Dad that she wishes that the budgie didn't die. And Dad tells her that, unfortunately, there's nothing that they could have done, and it was out of their hands. Mm. Very wise. Yes. They pull in, and Mom and Bingo are standing there waiting for them, which makes me think that Dad must have, like, called and said, hey. Oh, yeah. There was definitely a text. text. Yeah, There was definitely, like, a parent, like, hey, this is what's going on. parent to parent thing. And they give, Mom gives Bluey a big hug, too. Cut to the girls are in the playroom kind of backyard. And Bluey asks Bingo to pretend to be the budgie. Because she basically want to re- reenact the morning. Mm-hmm. I don't think Bingo knows what she's doing, clearly. No. Because she's just fluttering around, making noises. She's just happy to be a bird. <laughs> she's very happy to be a bird. Um, but Bluey is like, no, 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 you have to like pretend to be hurt. And then she tries to jam poor Bingo into this little shoebox. Little mate. <laughs> <laughs> And then she tries to pick her up t- so that she can take her to the vet in the toy car. <laughs> and Bingo is just like cooing and making these noises the entire time. And Bluey's just... Ha- so it's like this weird comic relief. Mm-hmm. Like in the episode. And... Mom is the nurse, and Mom takes the injured budgie and says, okay, I'll go see what I can do. And Bluey goes and sits back down, and did you notice this? They have one of the stuffed characters with, like, a stuffed iguana. I totally To noticed. match the guy. So great. Yes, I couldn't, I totally laughed when I saw that, because it was, like, just like the guy in the actual Yes, office. yes. Really copying, still dad. Yeah. And everything that happened from the morning. Yep. Okay. So mom is hysterical and comes out and says, the budgie's okay. Bluey's <laughs> like, that's not, that's not what we're doing. Like, the budgie needs to not be okay. And she's like, are you sure? Like, because that's weird, right? Yes. Like, yeah. That's a weird yeah. ask for a kid. It is. Kid. Yeah. Um, mom corrects herself and says, the budgie died. <laughs> <laughs> This all, of course, is news to the budgie as Bingo bursts out from the office area. It's flapping around, squawking. I've got good news. Your bird is okay. Oh, no, no, Mom. You have to pretend it's bad news that the budgie's dead. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Um, I have bad news. Oh, did the budgie die? I'm afraid she did. Oh, Okay. Bingo, what are you doing? You're not supposed to be better. Hmm. We probably should have told the budgie. Clearly 
not dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she runs outside and is chirping around and stuff. And mom sits with Bluey on the step and says, this isn't how you wanted the game to go. Again, reflecting, copycatting what happened earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. And Bluey says, no, but it's okay because there's nothing you can do. It's out of her hands. And dad comes in to comment on how uh, Bluey stopped copying him and then realizes and asks what's going on with Bingo, who's, you know, still chirping around the yard. End scene. Yeah, that was such a nice ending. They always totally nail the ending. Yes. Um, Because when Bandit says, hey, Bluey, you stopped copying me. Mm-hmm. But she didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, he doesn't know it, but she literally repeated every single thing he said the Everything. way he said it yes. as they reenacted it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so when he said that, I was like, but did she? Yeah. Because she did keep copying him. He just didn't know it. He just was not aware. He was probably yeah. reading, finishing that paper. Yeah. <laughs> that he was reading from several episodes ago when they played Zoo. So funny. Oh my gosh. So funny. So... Favorite line or moment? I mean, it's hard. I think Bingo just doing whatever Bingo's doing. Yeah. <laughs> but it was hilarious when Bluey is trying to pick her up in the corner of our box. Just like, oh my God, you're heavy. <laughs> She's like She's trying to shove her in. I think that part was really funny. Yeah. To I mean, this just wasn't an episode that was supposed to be overly funny. This right. was yeah. This was a different type of episode, but it wasn't super sad in the same way mm-hmm. that some other episodes are that yeah. actually make me like cry and tear up. I just was like, oh, okay. They're just talking about serious things in this. They're kind of covering it up. So, yeah, it definitely wasn't a make you cry episode, but it was a no. more serious. Yeah. yeah. There is some, I did find a couple of facts according to the Bluey Wiki, but a couple of them don't really relate to us because mm-hmm. they relate to ratings. So one of them says this episode got a G rating on ABC Kids. So ABC, not American Broadcasting Company, Australian. Got it. So in Australia, it was, it got a G rating. But they were talking about um, normally it would have been a PG rating. Mm -hmm. But there was like, I don't, I was just like, I don't understand these. There's some facts about all that type of stuff. And I was like, that relates to us. Not ever. To me, it was the, we got another corgi. So the queen is a corgi and the, the lady at the vet office was a corgi. I was just happy to see that. I have, uh... No for real life moments of Budgie's dying. <laughs> My for real life moment was just like when my kids copy me, I do what Bandit did, which is like say things that the kid wouldn't want to say normally. Yeah. I thankfully have not had my son try to copy me at all. Yeah. It's not a thing. Even after seeing this episode, he has never done it, which thank God for that. So, yeah, that's all I got. I mean, yeah. it's just... I really appreciate how they talk about some of these things. Mm-hmm. For sure. And how Bluey is not afraid to tackle some of those issues, but in such a amazingly mm-hmm. thoughtful way yeah. that children, kids aren't idiots, right? And they yeah. pick up on things. 
and it's I just it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's amazing. So I did notice that um you know during the credits usually it's like a character dancing or a character doing something silly from the episode, and because this was like a more serious episode, obviously that wasn't really like appropriate. Yes. So instead of a character, they just had birds flying. Oh, like through the credits, which I thought was really nice. It was kind of a cool way to end it that was very in line with the episode. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening this week, guys. Oh, my goodness. Come back next week to hear Season 1, Episode 39, The Sleepover. Uh-oh. What is this? Oh, my God. It is... I love this episode. Really? This is another super quotable episode. Oh, fun. Once you watch it, you will see... You'll probably go, oh, that's where I've seen this. Or that's where I've seen this. Okay, cool. I'm excited. it's a great episode. It features Muffin. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I would say it's probably in the top of this season for me. It's so funny. All right. I'm excited. Well, that's what we got. See you next week. Bye. Oh, man. Oh, man. Huh? Are you copying me? Are you copying me? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like us, leave a review, share us with a friend, and of course, subscribe so that you get the newest content as soon as it drops. You can also follow us on Instagram at forreallifepod. That's F-O-R-R-E-A-L-L-I-F-E period P-O-D. Or you can send us emails, love notes, comments, suggestions to our Gmail account, which is forreallife.pod at gmail.com. Have a great day.